Sorry. No, I can't, don't even ask. I can't tell you. Well, you know, you're on holiday. Uh, yep, yeah, and Big Brother announcing that celebrities are going into Big Brother. Yep. You know, last time that you were on holiday, you went into the Big Brother yeah. house. So yeah. you must be going in. Um, if I said no, uh, that would lead people to believe that um, I, I might be not telling the truth. If I said yes, uh, that would lead people to think that I was spreading a red heron. So I, like uh, a politician, I'm not prepared to say anything. And, um, and you know, just ask yourself this question. Can you really see me being in Big Brother with those sort of people? I mean, they are even worse than the cretinous morons you see on Jeremy Kyle. Can you imagine me in that house? Can you imagine there wouldn't be enough coffee in the world to cover those people? So it's a yes, then. There, no comment. I'm not actually... I'm, listen, I am on uh, for the next few weeks as well. Talk Radio asked me to do a Sunday morning show, 11 o'clock until 3 in the afternoon. So I'm, I'm going to be fairly busy. Oh, and that sort of puts a bit of pee on the chips, doesn't it, really? Well, if you believe what I say. Oh, I see. Okay. Right. Well, well I'm not saying anything. Can we listen? Forget this. Can we get on with the programme? Because, as you know, I am spending the week sitting in my garden sunning myself. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Really? Well, I could be. I could be sitting in the Big Brother garden sunning myself. You don't know, do you? You were hard to get hold of. Yeah, yeah, well, you don't know, do you? You really, really don't know. I could be anywhere. I could be everywhere. I see a lot of people would like us to do this show, by the way, on video. So uh, we, might, we might might, think about that. Can you just press the button to start the show, then? Well, so you, you, you <laughs> yeah. can't, can you? You can't, because you know we do an introduction or not, this well, you can't press the button, can you? You can't start the show, you can't play the jingles, you can't do any of that. I'll have to do it. Don't... Oh, shut up, shut up. Just let's start the bloody show, shall we? OK. Welcome to the programme. Rather depressing, actually, to be quite honest. As we record this show, the news has come in of the tragic fire in the tower block in West London. Uh, at this moment in time, uh, we only know that there are six confirmed fatalities. Uh, there could be many more. Uh, by the time you listen to this, of course, you could listen to this forever. Uh, so this is the uh, day after the inferno in the West London Tower Block. I mean, just tragic. I was just thinking about the, there's been a tragedy nearly every week for the past month or so. Um, now, I, Mrs W and I, back in the 70s when we first got together, lived on the 18th floor of a, uh, a council block in East London. Um, and I can tell you, it is, with two small children, it is the most... We, we, could, we stayed there for two years, I think, we lived there for two years. Uh, we we got the flat because it was newly built. Um, there had been a tragedy not long ago where another tower block had blown up, like it had a gas leak. 
and had blown up. And I'm trying to remember the name of it. It was a very big news story at the time, but uh, to be quite honest with you, 40-odd years on, I can't remember the name. What was it? Um, The tower block that we lived in was called Gelston Point, Um, and a lot of them were called Points, and I can't remember. But there was one night when the wind was was rocking the block and apparently it was that's how they're supposed to be but i didn't realize that it was supposed to to uh, move quite as much as it did or it felt like it we called my dad um who uh, lived in my parents had a pub in the middle of london came picked us up we, we refused to go back for a couple of days um they are scary places and i i actually think that in this day and age we ought not to be housing families like that. Conversely, Mrs W and I, uh, just some years ago, used to live in Canary Wharf in a tower block. Very nice, very modern, very new, very expensive place to live. With all the fire uh, precautions you could imagine. But um, for children, I mean, these are these are one and two bedroom apartments. They build in places like Canary Wharf and... Uh, right in the middle of London in Docklands and down by Tower Bridge. And this is where people who haven't got children live, people who are working in London live. Um, the young executives live. I don't know how we got a flat there, actually, when I think about it, but never mind. Um, and you wouldn't want to bring your children up. And, uh, I mean, for, for families, it's not a great place to live. We had two small children when we lived on the 18th floor. And I can remember a number of times when the lifts didn't work and we had to walk up 18 floors with children. We were young. Uh, 18 floors with a couple of kids and a, a baby buggy and whatever else isn't easy. And had there been any fire, golly, thank goodness there was. And how you would get out from somewhere like the 18th floor, I had no idea. Because uh, the lifts, as soon as there's a fire, the lifts stop working. Um and mind you, the lifts were disgusting. We moved into a new block. By the time we left, about two or three years later, it was completely destroyed by the people who lived there. Now, why? I don't know. Why Why would this be? I really don't understand. I'm not suggesting that's got anything to do with this current situation. I'm sure it hasn't. I'm sure things have got a lot better. But the lifts just stunk of urine. People used to use the lifts as a, a convenience just amazing. Um, but that I'm slightly off, uh, off the point. The, the fact is that a tower block in the 21st century like that should not have been as flammable. I mean, the way that the, the flames have spread is appalling. I've just done a, an interview with American Radio who've been looking at this, and they rang me this morning and said it looked like 9-11, and I said, no, as far as we know, it's just an electrical fault. Something has gone wrong. The block had been refurbished just one year ago. And as I understand it from reports coming in, uh, they have said that a number of the residents and the residents association have been on to the local authorities. They've been on to the management committee and everything else uh, and said, listen, we're not happy with fire uh, safety regulations. We're not happy with the way things have been done. Uh, this will come out in the investigation. These are only people's um, comments so far. No block of flats like that, over a 100 apartments in that block, a lot of children living there, uh, reports of, of, of mothers throwing their babies out of windows. In the 21st century, children should not be brought up in high-rise blocks. They really shouldn't. Um, so my heart goes out to all those people. What a tragedy. I don't really know what you can say. Uh, it has just happened. 
And uh, as soon as the terrible cliche, I suppose, to, as soon as the smoke settles, um, people can find out why after a total refurbishment and a particular refurbishment of the outside cladding of this block of flats, why this has happened, I have no idea. But it must be that somebody will be responsible, whether it's the local authority, the council, whether it's a man, I don't know who, but somebody has, when these things happen, it's all right saying, oh, it's a mistake and we'll learn from this. And people will learn from this. But this mistake should never have happened. We live in a health and safety culture that means you can hardly walk across the road without asking permission. So I'm not, uh, I'm not at all sure what the outcome of this will be, but somebody will have to be held responsible for this. I'm sorry to start off on such a, a downer, uh, but there we are. What can you say? I mean, you know, we've had the uh, the Westminster Bridge tragedy. We had the Manchester tragedy. We had the uh, Borough Market and Southwark tragedy. And now we've had this. This is just an awful, awful tragedy. But the number of people who've lost their lives over the past uh, four or five weeks is just horrendous. It does look like a safe building has been made unsafe, though, from the way it's being reported. Well, yeah, we, we need, I mean, I, I saw one of the leaders of one of the residents' associations saying they'd actually been told to stop complaining uh, and that the local authorities had uh, refused to do anything and this will have to be investigated and will be investigated. There may be nothing in it, um, but the local authorities will have and the people who did the refurbishment will have questions to answer. Anyway... <laughs> You know, I mean, I was going to start the program today with uh, taking the mick out of uh, out of out of Theresa May, uh, and we may well go on to do that. But uh, this is just appalling, just appalling. You know, when whenever you go and stay in a hotel, I mean, it's always good to check out the fire exits and the way to get out, if in case uh, there was a problem. Uh, um, Mrs. W is is is. That's the first thing she ever does when we go away, stay in a hotel. She wants to know how to get out in case of an emergency, you know, and, and perhaps we need to be more aware of where we are. We, we, we take for granted living, you know, high up in the sky now in some of these apartments and particularly when we go on holiday in hotels. Well, and offices as well, isn't it? So, yeah. 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 And I bet you will find the tallest building in, in, in Europe, I think, the Shard in London, I bet you find that that is full of safety features. Well, it's sprinkler systems. It's okay to put sprinkler systems in commercial buildings, but in domestic buildings, I suppose there's the risk of the sprinklers just going off randomly or by mistake and ruining, yeah. uh, you know, your possessions and whatever. But I suppose yeah, it's better to be safe than uh, than well, not. Well, absolutely. But I'm sure there are there are domestic sprinkler systems you can have installed in your house or your flat anyway. But uh, I think this has to be relooked at. Um, but this should, I mean, the fact is there are many tower blocks all over the country, all over the world, um, and this shouldn't have happened. Something somewhere was not right for it to spread the way it did. This is just appalling. Whoever designed this or, or whoever uh, agreed to the materials used will have questions to answer. Have they any idea how it actually started? Well, the reports I've heard are that some, somebody said that their fridge blew up. Now, apparently, fridges do occasionally. Yeah, they do, yeah. There was a, a recall on quite a few fridges. Uh, I think it was last year, I think. Really? Yeah. I didn't... I, I wasn't aware that fridges could blow up. Um, well, yeah, it's an electrical... There's, there's, uh, there's the gas in it. I'm not sure the gas is flammable, is it? The um, inert mm. gas that's in there. I'm not sure how it would... You're right, I'm not sure how it would blow. It's a compressor, isn't it? 
uh, I suppose something would catch fire and then something flammable mm. inside the, mm. the back of the fridge would catch and spread, I suppose, maybe. Yeah. And if there is a lot of plastic or a lot of, if you, you know, I, I don't know, but this, this will have to be investigated. But uh, the fire doors apparently didn't work either. Crikey. And so, you know, there's going to be a lot of, of questions to answer. Um, right, we'll move on. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. The James Whale Radio Show, uh, the most listened to, I've said so, uh, the most listened to podcast going. And on Twitter uh, this week, I asked if it was about time to reconsider Brexit after the f- fiasco, after the fiasco of this flipping election. I mean, you know... It, did we talk about the erection last week? Uh, no, because as no, usual... it hadn't happened, had it? Yeah, we always do the show the day before the independence yeah. vote and the erection and the you know, all the rest of the votes we had recently. We had so many recently. Yeah. I can't remember what I was moaning about last week, but anyway, it would have uh, I would have had something to moan about, I'm sure. Um, so, well, well, I think I actually said I think it's going to be a hung parliament, didn't I? Maybe uh, I didn't. I think you did, yes. I think I did. I think because I got the feeling that that's what was going to happen because Theresa May's Theresa May has just made a real cock up of the whole thing. I mean, she didn't even need to have the election. And by the way, the election has cost you and me, guys, the 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 council, uh, the taxpayers of the United Kingdom have now paid over a hundred million pounds. Out of our taxes, a hundred million pounds. That is apparently the cost of an election. I wouldn't have minded, but couldn't you have just said, instead of having all these new things in the manifesto, just said, look, we're just going to stick to what we're doing, but we just want more people in Parliament to vote on our side? No, uh, Rob, that's not how it works. She she could just have shut the flip up and, and got on with whatever she was going to get on. I mean, uh, it has to be said that Jeremy Corbyn was the star and if I hear another fat cat politician going, oh, well, we got a very large percentage of the vote. Well, they both sides got a large percentage of the vote. And the reason is a lot of young people went out to vote. That is a good thing. Uh, whether they went out to vote because they thought they might get free tuition. And in fact, actually, in, in a country like this, we ought not, I suppose, to be charging young people to get education. But there we are. Uh, we have to pay the bills some way. But I just, I, I mean... I cannot believe that that we have a prime minister who, first of all, is the clumsiest, clumsiest person I've ever seen, dropping the uh, the script at <laughs> the, that that press conference she was with uh, the the French president. I mean, honestly, honestly, it's just embarrassing. And then turning around, coming out after the election and trying to claim a victory when she'd actually done worse than the situation she was in in the first place. I mean, it's just mind-blowingly stupid. I'm not a fan of politicians of any political persuasion. I'm not... I don't follow one political ideal uh, more than another. I think, you know, there are benefits in all political views. Obviously, we all have these discussions from time to time. I actually said... I mean, I'll be quite honest with you, Brexit's the worst idea anybody came up with. And if I could get Michael Gove and give him a thorough good shaking along with Boris Johnson, I would. Because their smugness annoys me. And I think that's the problem of the election. I think so many people saw Theresa May to be smug and self... Uh, self-serving along with a lot of the other who had just assumed they would have a landslide victory. Um, I, ju- I just think, you know, how 
dare you take the British people for granted like this? How dare you do that? So I ran a, I ran a, a poll on my Twitter site. May I say we had over 2,000 responses to this poll, which is good for Twitter, isn't it? That's very good for Twitter. Yeah, very good that's, for Twitter. That, yeah. That's better than lots of radio stations. Um, and so you can always get in touch with me at Twitter, at the James Whale. But of course, you can get in touch with me now. Uh, you want to hire me for after dinner speeches, voiceovers, corporate dinners. You feel free to uh, get in touch at James Whale Radio at gmail.com. That's correct. Yeah. And, but no church weddings. He doesn't do those. I don't do church weddings. I do after dinners, after lunches. I do corporate uh, things. I do a, a, war, a host award ceremonies. I, I do it. Listen, if you're prepared to pay me, we'll negotiate. I'm prepared to probably do it, but nothing religious, unless it's a discussion about religion, which I enjoy doing, as you know. Um, so jameswellradio at gmail.com is where you can get hold of me. Nothing this week because you're busy with Big Brother. Moving swiftly on, uh, so we ran this and it came out at 50-50. Normally, when we run a poll about Brexit, it comes out in favour of uh, the people who wanted to leave the European Union. I'm still not sure. Nobody has convinced me why so many people, or just over half the population, wanted to leave the European Union. It's going to be a major cock-up. It's going to be a major cock-up. And this stupid government run by this stupid Prime Minister, Theresa May, must be one of the most ignorant, stupid people going. And what really annoys me is the way that, that uh, politicians have to suck up to the leader of their party. Mind you, they didn't in the Labour Party, did they? Jeremy Corbyn had to fight twice to, to retain his position. Maybe that should happen more in the Tory party. Um, she's put us in a, a position now in this country where they're going cap in hand to the DUP in Northern Ireland. And, you know, people say, oh, well, that's like the, the Conservative Party. No, it's not. It's more like UKIP. The DUP are more like UKIP. They don't like anybody or anything. I mean, these are the people who want to march around, a lot of these people who support them, with the orange flags rubbing the noses of the other side into an old war that happened hundreds of years ago. I'm fed up with Northern Ireland, and I'll tell you why. I am sick and tired of people arguing um, by and large, when I've been to Northern Ireland, I've been there a lot. The, the people are great. The ordinary people are great. It's like everything else. The few that are motivated to cause trouble are the extreme, but they will go to extreme measures. I blame it all on Henry VIII because he caused it. But anyway, we are where we are. And so there are people who wish to retain their links with the United Kingdom in, in Northern Ireland. It's funny, isn't it? And all the people in Scotland who want to leave. Anyway, never mind. Um, and, and we've done this or are trying to do, or maybe when you listen, listen to this, we've done a deal with these people. Uh, they're against gay rights. They're against abortion. Um, they are some of the most idiotic people I've ever heard talk. And this government is going to use these people to prop themselves up at a time when they have to do a negotiation to leave the European Union. This government, these people are not fit to do it. So I tweeted out as well, and, uh, and, and a number of people agreed. It wasn't a majority. I said, isn't it time? And if you want to get back in touch with us, we'll put this question out on Facebook as well. Uh, we have many followers on Facebook. If you're listening to a radio station, uh, via a radio station, uh, you can get in touch by our email address. Just email me at jameswellradio at gmail.com. jameswellradio at gmail.com. Get in touch. You're on Twitter or on Facebook, as I say. Um, 
it's time, isn't it, for a major coalition. Not with a silly, piddling little party like the DUP. Looks like dopey when you look at it, doesn't it? Not with a stupid little party like that, but with the main opposition. The Conservatives and the Labour politicians should be putting their best brains together to actually sort out the problems that we have got ourselves into. Because, I'm sorry, I don't know where Michael Gove is, I don't know what he does, but every time he opens his flipping mouth, he annoys me. I'm sorry, Michael, I don't know why, I've never met you. Um, unlike David Davis and Boris Johnson, who I've met many times, who I think quite decent blokes, but, but, but probably completely misunderstand the situation here. The European Union is a failed organisation. I absolutely admit that. But it needs to be reorganised. And if we leave it, you can't do that. If we leave it, other people will leave it. It will crumble. And look, look at the state we're in, the world, the country. Look at the state we're in. We will be back at each other's throats. There will be more wars and more nastiness if we continue to... The European Union was set up to bring countries closer together. And it did to a certain extent, and it's had good things. It's wasted enormous amounts of money. It's allowed bureaucrats to sort of uh, have a life of luxury. And one of the main reasons why it has is because we in Britain have not taken enough interest in it. If we had, if we had had a big turnout, and it was a great turnout of the election, I salute everybody for voting, if we actually had bothered to take an interest in the MEPs, the members of the European Parliament, which most of us don't even know, then then maybe we would have been able to have more involvement. We would have been able to change it more. We need to be there to change it. It is not a good organisation. Having left it, it's now causing us all sorts of problems because we have to untangle our laws over the past 40 years. And if I hear another moron say, yes, well, we're going to get control of our borders back. What the flip are you talking about? control of our borders we've got control of our borders how are we going to have more control um well we're going to make it more difficult to get how well well how are we going to do that well well we're, we're going, how are we going to do it because the people who come in here illegally are still going to come now if you're saying you don't want the europeans to come in here because they're taking our jobs be honest about it Say that. We don't want free movement of labour because there are lots of Brits who go abroad to work, who have bought houses abroad, who live abroad, who, who have made use of being part of one big um, country, if you like, the country of Europe. But there are a lot of people who haven't. And I don't actually understand how politicians who should know more about this, Gove is one and, and various others, actually don't see that unravelling the whole of this is not going to make life any better. It's not actually... It's pandering to the xenophobes and rather thick, stupid racists who don't know what the flip they're doing. You know, we're going to have problems in Northern Ireland because it's going to be a border and that's going to cause problems. We are going to have problems uh, with trade. Whatever anybody else says, it is going to be a nightmare. And, and at a time when the world is in conflict all over the place, the Middle East are falling apart. Why on earth have we done it? So I think the best thing to do, surely, and, and I, we had 50-50 split on a couple of thousand people taking part in this poll on my Twitter site, at the James Whale. Let us get, let us get the best brains of all political parties 
even if there might be one in the DUP or even in UKIP, but who knows. Let's get them all together to work out how we can mend this problem. And maybe we need to have another look at leaving the European Union, because we don't have to. We've been offered an olive branch by the French already, saying we don't need to go through with it. Theresa May has no mandate for this. She can't even organise a flipping election in her own country. She can't actually convince people in this country that they should go out and vote for her. How is she going to do any kind of deal? And what sort of deals are there to be done? The European Union are not going to, unless unless they're particularly stupid or even more stupid than some people think, to make it look as if you get a better deal leaving the European Union because then everybody will want to go. This is an absolute nightmare. And it is time that we realise this is one of the worst situations we've been in and the top people in Labour and the Conservative Party need to get their heads together and we need to have, maybe we need to have a coalition of unity, maybe a, un, a government of unity. Maybe they need to come together and form a united government just to get this country back on its feet and sort the problems out. And maybe we are back part of the European Union. And maybe if you ask people again, a lot of people who voted for it not actually realising what the consequences were going to be. 96% drop in the amount of nurses who want to come and work in the NHS. We cannot afford that. The NHS is in a a critical condition at the moment. We are getting 96% less interest in people from the European Union coming here to work in our health service. The health service will collapse. We are in a bad situation. You want to get in touch with me? jameswellradio at gmail.com. I think I have probably said enough. I probably could fill up the entire programme with the amount of anger that I have because of the stupidity of some of our politicians leading the rather thick and inadequate people of this nation who love to watch Jeremy Kyle and probably can't think any further than their own noses uh, to a situation like this. We are better than this. This country is much better than this. We are one of the best nations in the world. No, we're not the best nation in the world anymore. Other nations have surpassed us because there are so many people who sit there wrapping themselves up in the crusader flag and say, yeah, we're British, we're the best in the world. You are ruining this country for us. It is time to move on. It is time to show the rest of the world that united we can heal ourselves. And let's get rid of this religious rubbish as well because that is holding back a lot of people. And that is going to be a problem the DUP will bring to bear if Theresa May insists on doing a coalition with a handful of politicians from Northern Ireland. It is bonkers. Should we have some music now? I think that's a very good idea. I could put some music on, yeah. Yeah, okay, well, you could introduce it. Uh, Okay, well, let's have um, some breezy electro guitar pop from uh, Masalo. I think that's how it's pronounced. I could be bad if it's not pronounced that. I wish when they email me, they'd tell me how they pronounce their names, because some of them have uh, slightly strange names. Masalo, maybe. And this is their track, uh, Really Thought She Loved Me, coming out on June the 30th. Oh 
Uh, Massa Solo. Oh, that's um, how you do it. Okay. As far as I can see. <laughs> I don't know why I even ask you to do things. Uh, really thought she loved me. Their new single, end of this month. Is it right if you like breezy electro guitar pop? Yeah, it was um, quite melodic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, should we do some tech talk? Uh, yeah, I could do some brief tech talk. Why brief? Oh, because I've talked too much. Uh, welcome to new listeners, by the way. This is the James Well Radio Show. Oh, dropped something on me. There we are. Uh, the James Well Radio Show, broadcast from the little room in my house uh, via the studios in North Wales. All over the country, all over the world, we're here. You can pick us up on your local radio station. You can pick us up on your phone. You can pick us up on your... What, what can they pick us up on? Phone, tablet, computer, radio... Um, iPod, 
and yeah. just put your ear out the window. I'm sure you're here yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's that's all you have to do. Um, and uh, go to the website, jameswellradio.co.uk. Yeah, yeah, that's a good place to go. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. Uh, right, OK, so tech talk is only small this week. Yeah, there's some uh, ransomware coming to uh, Apple Macintoshes soon, so uh, watch out. Don't download any third-party programs that, you know, demos or trial bits of software that you're not sure because it may be payloaded with some ransomware. So be very careful and also don't open any email attachments, etc., etc. Otherwise, all your files really? will be encrypted and you won't get them back. Is that my, my, my phone? Is that your phone? No, is it? Have I got to be careful on my phone, did you say? No, not your phone. Your, your Apple computer. Oh, right, okay. Because I was uh, on my phone, I had an email the other day saying, or was it a text, can't remember, saying, you know, you've just changed your SIM or something and you want updates, you have to go to this, this and this. No, that was from your carrier, that's okay. Is it? Oh, right, okay. You, did you change your SIM? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I swapped it from one phone to the other. Well, well there you go then, so that's why you got the message. No, oh. that, that's fine. Oh, okay. Um, oh, right. okay. The other thing is, uh, again, Apple, they've uh, finally admitted that they're actually in development of making a self-driving car. What the flip for? I mean, honestly. Well, maybe the uh, people that work for Apple can't drive. Oh, that's a thought. Maybe that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I hate the idea. Listen, if you don't want to drive, get the bus. Yeah, because that's almost self-driving, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. What you need to do yeah. to make it look like self-driving is black out the uh, the driver's window, put him in a little box, and then you won't see him when you get on the bus and you'll be convinced it's self-driving then, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind you, the, the state of, of knowledge of Uber drivers is, is appalling, but still, that's another story. Um, right, okay, well, they rely on their, their sat-navs that are not updated, so they go down one-way streets the wrong way and then suddenly stop and turn round when they... I had one the other day in the middle of London. It bloke, he stopped. I said, what's wrong? I'm not sure where to go. I said, well, obviously not down this street. You're going the wrong way. <laughs> Didn't you go down the uh, wrong way on a one-way street the other day and get stopped by a policeman? I made a turning where you shouldn't have made a right turn or something. Uh, and let you off. I'm not really sure why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I explained. I said, well, I'm very sorry, Ossifer. Um, this is uh, the, the always, yeah, it's changed, I'm afraid. Ah, oh, right, okay, well, I won't, uh, I, I promise I won't do it again. Celebrity status there got you out. No, 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 no. Be polite, apologise profusely. What are they going to do you for? A couple of days ago, you could turn right there, but they suddenly changed it for no reason I could see. And films this week, The Mummy. That's yep. all, it's okay. Uh, Tom Cruise uh, goes on a rampage around London with a mummy. Well, Tom Cruise doesn't. He sort of tries to kill the mummy, but there we go. It's, it's, uh, it's all right. Yeah, entertaining. Um, give it about sort of three and a half out of five. Three and a half out of five? Yeah. It's got Tom Cruise in it. All right, four. If you like Tom Cruise. He's getting a bit old. He can't stay the way he is for much longer, can he? There's always more plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. Do you think he's had any? I, don't know, I was just about to think that. Uh, I might have to re huh. rephrase that because that implies that he's already had some. Um, yeah, he, well, I think I'd be very careful if I were you. Yeah, He, he might sue. He, yeah. He's not had any plastic surgery as far as I'm mm. aware. Um, right, should we do Wales Mail? Have you had some? Because I keep forwarding them to you. Yeah, yeah, I've got one here. Okay. This will do. Uh, I thought it was from Tom Cruise, but it's not. Um, it's from Chris Cowan, who says, uh, Dear Mr. Well, I hope you are well and good. I am both well and good at the moment, I think. 
Um, he, uh, but that way, I've got a bad back. If you want to moan about my all my ills, I could quite easily do that. But um, no, I don't think I will. No. Um, I must say, I have enjoyed your work over the years. Very nice, thank you. Uh, it was even great to see you on Big Brother and pretty much uh, watch a good part of the public warming to you after seeing how happy you were seeing your dog, Daisy. I'm always happy seeing Daisy. Uh, reason I write is, uh, is this. I was a big fan of your late-night radio show on television. I was very much into my bands back in the day, and you seem to have many of my favourite bands on your show, and I've been trying to find footage uh, of when you had All About Eve on the show and did an acoustic performance of the song Scarlet. I think it was the same episode uh, with Wayne Hussey, who smashed out, was smashed out of his head. He was, yeah. Uh, lots of footage of that bit, but I would love to see or get a copy of the performance by All About Eve. Can you help me? Um, well, Rob's got a lot of the programmes which we're putting out on the website. If you haven't seen them, you may even be too young to remember. Uh, but I did do this television show for about 10 years or so uh, on a Friday night on ITV. It wasn't on Channel 4. Some people think it was. It was on ITV. Um, I don't know. Have you got that uh, ep- episode? The full, the, uh, yeah, Wayne Hussey uh, show was uh, not for on uh, YouTube for a long time. Just the clip was on YouTube, but I have yeah. put the whole yeah. episode up, so it will be there. I may have cut out the uh, singing of um, All About Eve, but if he checks out the uh, the show, uh, the reason why I cut out this singing is obviously for uh, copyright reasons. Um, if has been cut out that segment and he gets in touch, I will uh, forward him a copy of the full episode. Yeah, there we are. Chris, thank you very much indeed. And if you want to uh, get in touch with the programme, you know the address, uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Um, okay, so uh, we put out. Oh, I keep knocking that over, Robbo. Don't let me do that. I need a I need a, a proper studio table instead of my desk, don't I? Uh, if indeed oh. that is your desk, yes. Yeah, my desk, by the way, I've had for years. Got it in an old antique shop many years ago. It was a, a captain's desk. It's got wheels. It's very. It's quite small. It's got wheels on one side, and you could pick it up and roll it on board ship. Why would you want to wheel a desk on a ship? Well, I mean, this is back two, three hundred years ago. Is that so? You know, when the uh, in the films you see where they put a tent in the middle of a field and they've suddenly got loads of furniture. Is that yeah? All right, okay. It would have been, or you could call it a campaign desk. Very nice in old. I suppose this is called pitch pine. Very nice. It's in pretty bad nick now because I've, I've, you know, scraped my initials on the. Uh, top of the desk a few times. I'm starting to believe now that you actually are at home now. Yeah, no, I am. I'm at home. Yeah. Um, so anyway, put the questions out. Is it time for a Tory Labour coalition to get us out of this muddle? And these are some of your responses. Uh, John Thacker said, uh, that would be more honest. We live in an elected dictatorship anyway. Governments do not work for the people they claim to represent. Oh, I'm beginning to warm to that point of view, John, uh, because if they did and they looked at the, the amount of people who gone out and voted, it is kind of a halfway split on both political uh, styles. And maybe they should say, rather than going to a bunch of, of, of what's its 
from a very small party in Northern Ireland that, that supports one side of their political feuding. Rather than doing that and putting the country in even more jeopardy, it would be a much more honest thing for them to... In fact, I'm, I'm doing... Uh, I don't know when you're listening to this, but uh, the date... What is the date today? It's a Wednesday, isn't it? It's the Wednesday, of course, of the day when uh, that tr- tragic uh, fire happened. Uh, in West London, well, this coming Sunday, for the next few Sundays, I'm doing a show on on talk radio from 11 in the morning till 3, and we'll talk about this, actually, and uh, maybe maybe get a few people to uh, to come on from different political parties. Uh, Nikki Louise says it's not an option to many different views. Too many different views. Oh, not an option. Too many different views. I see what you mean, yeah. Um, yeah, but that's life and you have to get through that. Dave Benjamin said it would be like matter and antimatter getting together, causing one almighty big bang, and we'd have to start the political system all over again. So, yes, James, yes, a brilliant idea. Dave, well done. Uh, Kevin Walsh says, I can just see all the people at the EU when she goes to negotiate. Here comes Miss Strong and Stable. Yes, they're already taking the piss out of her. Iris Manning says it's got to be better than what's going down now. Graham White says it's time the Tories admitted on camera what an almighty shitstorm that they have created. Pass the baton on to Corbyn, see if he can do any better. Karen Bowman, absolutely not, James. It would make a mockery of the voting system. Karen, how would it make a mockery of the voting system? When this voting system gives the minority of people the power in the country, first past the post, the majority of people didn't vote for the party that got the biggest number of votes. Add up all the others, they are the majority of the country. So maybe it needs changing, Karen. Uh, Rob Atkinson says, uh, while you're at it, James, shouldn't Rangers and Celtic combine to form Glasgow United? Uh, might be a good idea too, actually, uh, Rob. Very good idea. Carriotti says, James, I love you. You're so funny. Oh, I, I was being quite serious. Mike Gallagher said, uh, you would think so, James, but I just can't see it. The Tories and Labour don't seem eye to eye on a lot of issues uh, that need sorting. And yeah, you're right, Mick. Um, but that's what they have to do. If we were suddenly threatened by a, 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 another nation, that wanted to invade us, then we would have to have a great coalition uh, to sort that problem out. Well, it's not got to that stage, thank goodness, but we are in a muddle. Our services, our health service, our schools, uh, separating ourselves from Europe, our involvement in Middle Eastern struggles, all these problems. And then the flipping politicians go and spend half a billion pounds, 100 million pounds, is it? No, that's, um, how many is a, how many million is a billion? 1,000 million. Yeah. All right, it's still a lot of money. I mean, imagine what you could do if you were given 100 million pounds. They have just wasted 100 million pounds of our money, 100 million of our money on having an election that wasn't even necessary. Get together, that's what I say. Uh... Kwen Ma sounds like uh, Marmite custard. Um, Diane Hammond says, "Are you having a laugh? Not on your Nelly. Why, Diane? I'd like to know why. I'd like get in touch, JamesOyRadio at gmail dot com, and tell me why." Uh, Kathy Hall, the stupid woman has got the country in a bigger mess than it was before the election. Uh, I wonder if she slept through the sixties and seventies, Kathy. 
Very well-made point. Uh, Ron Bridger, just a couple of more, and uh, then we'll finish on this. What a completely stupid suggestion. How the hell could Labour sell its soul to the devil as the Libs did, and the DUP possibly will better another election? I'm not sure. Can you hear Daisy May calling for me? I can, yes, I can, yeah. Uh, David uh, Hazlitt says, uh, a LibLabCon coalition is what we had for many years. Seriously, there's a LabourCon coalition while we get involved with Brexit talks. When it's all done, a general election should be on the cards. Absolutely right, David. Absolutely right. My views uh, shared. Uh, your views there on uh, on Facebook. And if you want to f- go more, go to our Facebook page, of course, where we have lots of interaction. Do we not? We do. Um, I think I might need to correct a mistake I made earlier. About what? Well, I said that a billion was like a thousand million, but I think it's more a million million. I think there's a difference between the US and the UK. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm, I wish I hadn't mentioned anything now. Can we just say it's a hell of a lot of money? Yeah, it's a hell of a lot of money. On something that was unnecessary. And then for them, any government of any political persuasion to turn around and say, we haven't got any money. You just found f***ing hell. You just found £100 million to waste. I wish I'd have brought it up now because that's an edit I'm going to have to do there. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're almost at questions for the whale, aren't we? I seem to have ranted on for a long time. Yeah. Hey, have you you heard the DUP might uh, be uh, trying to get the BBC scrapped? Well, you know, these are a handful of politicians in Northern Ireland. They won't be getting anything scrapped. Uh, they, they don't like same-sex marriage. They're not happy about homosexuality. They don't like abortion. Uh, they're a bunch of religious fanatics, a lot of them. No, we don't need to be told by them anything. Anything. Well, might be on the cards. No, it won't be anything. It won't be on the cards at all. I mean, the BBC needs a radical rethink and reorganisation, that is for sure. But when I become the Director General of the BBC, we can start sorting it out. I thought they had the radical rethink and that's why you're working for them again. Well, I'm only doing a little bit for them. In fact, I'm doing less and less for them. But um, I might, might, you know, my allegiance is to commercial radio, really. Okay. I can be bored, of course. Everyone can be, but everyone's got a price. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, when I when I'm doing a phone in, the no calls, I always relate to how. Much, well, anyway, never mind. Uh, so, right, questions, questions for the whale this week from yeah. Peter Jenkins. This is, by the way, just a minute before you start. This is the James Whale equivalent of uh, Prime Minister's questions. So, if you have a question for me. Uh, that you would like me to answer, then please send it uh, to jameswhaleradio at gmail.com or go on our Facebook page and post it there. Does that mean halfway through when you're speaking, I have to say, order? If you want, yeah, you okay. can. Right. A lot of people want us to do a show live, and I'm thinking we should do a, a live show once a month or something. Okay. Can I jeer and everything while you're doing your... Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, Peter Jenkins. What do you think of the current crop of Big Brother contestants? It would be great if I had a producer who could actually talk. Um, I, I, I think I just said at the beginning of the programme, um, the Big Brother contestants this time. Uh, there's more plastic surgery going on there than uh, I've seen for a long, long time. More trout pouts uh, available and uh, more tattoos. Uh, do, do you know, I, I'm... I thought that Bear might be just a one-off. I'm now beginning to wonder. Uh, these, these, these current batch of... Uh, I don't want to give too much away in case I, I 
go and say this on a bit on the side, but I might even end up in there. Who knows? Um, they're, they're just disgusting. They are just, they're just showing a very bad side of, of, uh, of, of young British people, I think. You know, the guy w- walked off because he thought, I was getting bullied. Grow a pair. Just sometimes some of the whiny voices of them in the diary room. Some of the women. Oh, God. All complaints to jameswellradio at gmail.com because now they're all going well, get, direct. People whining. To- <laughs> you know, for goodness sake, if you, got, if you want to be on television and these people have gone and done an audition to be there, to get there, then for goodness sake, try and present yourself in a more interesting and entertaining way. Do you think these are the best of the worst? And they, they're deliberately put in there. I don't know. I don't know. But they need, they need somebody in there to really smack them into shape, don't they? I've heard that one of the people going in there is Kim Woodburn. Now, she just behaves as badly as they are. So they can all, they can all behave badly together, can't they? They are disgusting. They are, most of them, disgusting. They couldn't take it. If I went in there and I said, look, do you know you're coming across as an absolute pillock? Oh, 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 you want to hit me? You can't do... You, you've got no no verbal intercourse at all, have you? Thicko. Oh, he's bullying me. He's being nasty to me. Being nasty to you? When you open your mouth, you invite it, you moron. What are you laughing at? I'm just giving a straight answer. Let's get to the next one. OK, um, uh, Mark Giles. I'm yeah. Going, I'm going with Giles. Um, what would you advise May to do now? Go on a long holiday. Go in the Big Brother house. Go in the Big Brother house, go on a long holiday, invite Jeremy Corbyn to join you in a coalition of a, a, a Conservative Labour uh, Party uh, get-together to sort the problems, as I've said before. Meet the youngsters that voted the Labour Party. Go in the Big Brother house. Yeah, get rid of all your advisors as well. I thought. Oh, she... you have done, sorry. Didn't they walk before they were yeah, No, did they walk? Uh, James Musgrave, why haven't you accepted my friend request? I've just done it. Does that answer your question? And you better contribute something uh, useful, otherwise you'll go. Okay. Uh, Nigel O'Connor, do turnips get as embarrassed as humans when caught masturbating? And how do they do it? Do they frantically rub their roots together underground? What was his name again? Nigel O'Connor. Right. Uh, Nigel, phone your doctor immediately and ask for a psychiatric assessment. Okay? How do they do it? If you really consider that to be a sensible, serious question, you need help. Any phone numbers to give out? No. Get on with it. I haven't got any more questions now. Good. Thank you very much indeed, all. Lovely to have you with us uh, on the programme. We can only hope that next week's programme there will not have been as much tragedy. I fear, though, the way that the uh, uh, the, the government are going at the moment, uh, just some of their decisions will lead to tragedy, and let's hope that the some kind of sense will prevail. Get in touch, tell your friends about it. The James Well Radio Podcast, available every week and if you've hated this one then go back there are nearly 200 hours to listen to and see if it really was as bad as you first thought don't forget to pack extra socks come on i've told you not to keep on doing that i'm not telling you i'm going now you can you can just edit the theme tune in or whatever you do now 
theme tune. It's a nice sort of bit of sort of relaxing music that sort of gently plays out at the end. It's not a theme tune. Have you gone? Hello? to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs> 